listening to the Laughing Couple podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. But today we have two amazing uh, guests with us. How about you guys give us your own elevator pitch? Because I feel like you're going to do it way better than us. I don't have one. My uh, name's <laughs> amazing. Brendan. <laughs> Brendan's awesome. He's he's one of the uh, most kindest, caring uh, beings that I've ever met on this planet. And he's incredibly creative. And when I met him, he didn't realize that. When I met him, he thought he was a piece of crap and he's not. And over the years, I have watched him become all of him and he's not even there yet. He keeps showing up each and every day to become greater and greater every day. I do not have those nice. I mean, I love you, but that was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> oh, she she like wrote. OK, Brendan, where where's your notes? We're putting them on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have to say anything. Okay. Well, I, I've been working with Access for like 21 years, Access Consciousness, and uh, I was a worldwide coordinator for 18 years. I've written a few different books. My whole desire um, of being here on this planet and on this earth is to empower people to know that they know and so that we can create something greater mm-hmm. uh, to be more conscious and be more aware with absolutely everything that you do. And that includes relationships and right. sex and your bodies and all of that. Me too. Uh, that must be why we like each other. Mm-hmm. I hope so. <laughs> um, okay. So you guys, um, I just, I, our viewers might not, our viewers, our listeners might not know this, but I find it very in- interesting that you guys wrote is it, was it your first book that you decided to um, release and then we wrote together? Yeah. yeah. And then you guys actually decided to end your relationship before you released the book. But what I loved is I was reading, um, just doing some research on you guys, is that you guys decided to take those tools that you really used to create the book about your about relationships, about success inside that relationship, and then use and continue that like for your breakup. It wasn't a negative parting, right? Like you guys were still in a relationship. It just wasn't romantic. Yeah. Well, now we have a friendship, but we, I mean, we, we went through all the tools in that book that we used to create our relationship. And we basically didn't give up those tools in order to uncreate the relationship. And we didn't make out that it was, I mean, a lot of people tried to get us to say that it was, that it was an easy breakup and that it was all wonderful and magical. And Mm -hmm. it's just, no, we're not, we're not, we don't have this fantasy that a breakup can just be magical from the beginning, but we, we kept going and we just went, you know, one of the things that we did was we, when we were breaking up, we went, okay, so let's write a list of three things that both of us desire from one another. And the thing that we both had on the top of our list was friendship. So we both knew that we wanted to desire, we wanted to create a friendship with each other. We just didn't quite know how to get there yet. So we just kept going and we kept using the tools and we. Yeah. I'm going to say there's definitely hurdles when we broke the relationship up. And one of the main things that I got from it was 
a relationship breakup is not personal because Brendan was the one who chose to break the relationship up. And I definitely did that, you know, oh my God, the trauma and drama for a moment of like, you know, what did I do wrong and all that. And then I started to look at it and was like, well, this is not personal. It's a relationship breakup. It's not, you don't break up like the person, you break up the relationship. So Mm -hmm. both of us being who we are and who we be with everything in life, it's like we sort of take things head on. We don't dodge things. Well, we did for many, many years and we don't now. So, yeah, so we we use the tools to to create a greater friendship and to create more, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly unique for for you to have the perspective that you have. You've, written, you've literally written a book about relationships, creating successful relationships, navigating successful relationships inside a breakup. Mm-hmm. And, there are, and there are a lot of people who are listening to this, who are experiencing what you're experiencing right now. And I would assert are probably not, you use the term creationship as opposed to relationship. Mm-hmm. And I would say that they are more in survival mode than anything. So what I really like about this story and what I think is so fascinating is that you can read this, this book you've written, not only to create a relationship, not only to sustain a relationship, but to navigate around one, whether it's working or not working. And a relationship doesn't have to be boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. It can be two people who find friendship after the relationship they, they once defined as a marriage or as a partnership. It's so unique. So yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, and the one thing that was very important to both Brendan and I throughout everything that we do, like the classes that we do, the book, and the book is called Relationship, Are You Sure You Want One? So it's a question. But to us, it's it was very important that people actually had choice because if you look at history, I mean, marriage was first created to create wealth. Like that's why you got married, you know, mm-hmm. land ownership, et cetera. And then, you know, throughout years it's been for religion and then it's, you know, it was, you know, deemed as terrible and awful if you had a kid outside of wedlock. Like all these different things historically have projected at you that you should be in a relationship and it was better to be in a relationship what we wanted people to have is choice. If you're going to be in a relationship, make it great. Like it should be a choice, not a necessity. And I do get that in our life now, we're getting much closer to that, that you, if you want to get married, you get married. If you want to just live together, you live together. It's not considered sin, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, or if you want to have two or three partners throughout your life or 20 partners throughout your life, that's okay too. Because every single person is so different and we should be able to choose what makes us happy, not what makes, you know, society happy. Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. (laughs) Embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, 
and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. And for new customers, the Lumi Starter Pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. Don't miss out. As our special offer, you get $5 off Lumi Starter Packs with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's right, over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Control your body odor anywhere with Lumi. I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Um, okay, so when we were originally going, to, were originally going to speak with you guys, it was supposed to be around the holidays. Sorry, um, but I, I have a question, and if this doesn't apply, that's fine. But Valentine's Day is coming up. Do you guys find a increase, or um, I don't, I don't know how you would measure it, but do you find people kind of panic around Valentine's Day in more of like I need to break up because like I'm not going to do I break up with them before Valentine's Day and be that person? Do I do it after and then <laughs> on Valentine's like, Day and be a real asshole? No. Yeah, like people, is, people basically live in panic. Yes, you know when it comes to most things, people basically live in panic, and when it comes to things like Valentine's Day and birthdays and Christmas and, you know, anniversaries and stuff like that. It's this, it's a massive projection of this is what this means. This is what you should do. And if you look at Valentine's Day, for example, I mean, Valentine's Day, it should be about the romance and it should be about all this. But if you've got issues in your relationship, are you really going to put that aside so that you can go out and and have dinner so that you look like you're in a good relationship mm-hmm. or do you want to, it's like, do you want to actually get to the bottom of what's going on in your life? And that's what I would suggest to people. Hey, if you're going to do Valentine's day and you're not enjoying your relationship, would I like to change it? What choices could we make that would be different? And what could we do different to create something greater with this relationship? Mm-hmm. Like if you weren't trying to prove something, then what would you choose? If you had gratitude for that person, what would you choose? Uh, and if there was no right answer, like like Brendan, you said, it's like having to go out to dinner, having to get flowers, having to get chocolates, et cetera. It's like, what would you choose if you had gratitude for that person? Mm-hmm. I um, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm remembering this moment when Brendan and I went jet skiing, when we used to live together and we were together and we went jet skiing and we're driving home and I looked at him and I just went, I really like you, but I mean, we were in a relationship, but I wasn't saying I love you because it wasn't, it was like, I like you. I like hanging out with you. Like that was fun. You know, 
Yeah. But that's what it should be. Yeah. I remember Brittany and I, one time we, we did a, um, a random date night in Niagara Falls just because we wanted to get away from where we were and go to Niagara Falls. This is obviously pre COVID and we're sitting, we're laughing at dinner, having a great time. And this couple beside us had, you know, you know, you can tell that they had wealth, they had wealth, they had, they had the things in life that you, you aspire to have. You could tell the Breitling watch was on the wrist and his outfit and her outfit cost a lot of money. And we're at a fancy restaurant and all we could notice is that the entire time they were there for an hour and a half, they didn't say a single word to each not other. One not one word. Who's sad? No. And I couldn't, I, and I said to Britt, I'm like, you would think with all of the things, the checklist that you think you need to aspire to, once that's done, you'd think that you'd have the freedom and flexibility and just expression to, to love each other and to be embracing each other. And I'm sitting here thinking, why did they even go out for dinner? So obviously we were, we did like a narrative and I, we, I was like, well, this is the story. And then we gave each of them a person. It was, we do that a lot. Um, and we made up like why they weren't speaking to each other, but you wonder these things about people. They just kind of lose themselves. Well, um, my question, my question with that would be also, did they love themselves? Yeah, totally. It, it you know, just, that's what, what a lot of us do with getting into relationship with think, you know, we go for the, we'll go for the money and we'll go for the, we'll go for the assets and we'll go for the love and we'll go for the romance and we'll go for the relationship thinking that we'll finally get all of us once we tick all these boxes and then we get them and then we go, but I still don't have me. I'm still not happy. You know um, I, mean? I wanted to ask you guys, cause I know you touch on this um, maybe in some of your speaking, but can you shed some light on maybe healthier ways to quote unquote argue or um, disagree with your partner and maybe like if you're still if may say your ex is still in the picture are there ways that you can still communicate better than I'm maybe what a lot of people are handle that one. <laughs> they're like why would she ask us this <laughs> no, no no i just love that brennan said i'm gonna let simone handle that one well okay Here, here's a piece of information that people are like what it doesn't make any sense the whole eight years we were together we never argued it's like we never saw there was, a, you know, okay, Brennan might have a different point of view about something and I had different point of view, but we were both willing to have this honouring of each other and something that we talk about in our book and we talk about in the classes and we, we actually bead, like we don't just talk about it, we be it, is the five elements of intimacy, which we ask that you have that five elements of intimacy with you and then you can have that with somebody else and it's gratitude, allowance, trust, vulnerability and honor and when you have those five elements of intimacy with you you can have that with somebody else so if there's something that shows up like I remember we were in Mexico and we were talking about something and we weren't getting anywhere it seemed like this more like a we were about to have this conflict we both looked at each other and went well this is not going anywhere like who else can we ask some information about this and we a friend a mutual friend of ours we went oh let's ask him when we see him we went okay so then we went do you want to get a cocktail? And it was like, sure, mm-hmm. got a cocktail and had a spa on our balcony because there was no point in trying to fight to get it right. And that's why most people argue is because they've decided that they're right and they have to prove the rightness of their point of view. Most people would rather be right than be free. We talk what about we enjoyed of each other is our difference. And I don't never expected Brendan to, to do everything that that I, you know, if I had these expectations of him, like there's a story, I think we write about it in the book that, you know, Brendan is, he's, he's good at with a hammer with tools, you know, he can do all of that. 
No, you, wait, wait, wait. Used to be. <laughs> well, you still can be. If I threw you I'm a hammer, do I have people do those things? You're the, you're the princess on the tour. But if it came to it, you could, right? You're not one of those people who goes, I don't know what to do here. Uh-huh. And I was asking him if he could do some stuff around the house and he wasn't doing it. So now here's the moment where most people go to getting cranky. And it's like like the woman will get cranky at the man and be like, why aren't you doing this? I'm asking for this, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, you could put this scenario into so many different mm-hmm. stories. And that's where the conflict starts, whereas what I did was go, okay, he obviously doesn't want to do it. He's not doing it. So I hired a handyman. And then he was like, oh, you hired a handyman. And I was like, yeah, it's all done now. It looks great, doesn't it? Yeah. And it was like, oh. So look at what other possibilities are available by like ask, do I have projections and expectations of my partner? And if you do, and it's like, you know, just ask to melt them, change them. I mean, it's an access consciousness clearing statement we would use with that. And then and then change it. Look what else is possible like what other possibilities are available that i've not yet looked at and the same thing with an ex it's like how many people have a a projection or expectation of an ex i mean brendan and i were i think we were amazing when we we broke up one thing that we did because we were we were in front of a lot of people all the time like including on stage and everything so we literally broke up in the public eye to an extent Mm -hmm. and we had this sort of this honoring of each other that we went, Hey, if you're, if you're not having a great time or something's coming up for you, let's text each other and make that time at that moment to go and talk somewhere. Mm-hmm. Cause it was, we were surrounded by a lot of people and we did quite a few times. I'd be like, Hey, I need help. And we'd go, okay, meet you outside. Right. And we'd go chat because we wanted to be honoring of each other. And I think those five elements of intimacy are key with a relationship. When you break up a relationship for everything, you know, friendship, all of it. Ryan is also very handy around the house, except if I were to be like, I would be like, finish this, finish this. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. Cause he can, like, he actually has the skills, except he doesn't, he doesn't have the time. So then I, if I, I have a handyman, he'd be like, absolutely not. We're not paying that. We're not paying that. I can do that. I'm like, why haven't you? Like, And that almost triggers him because he doesn't want to get somebody in here. And so it's a win-win really. That's the piece I, I wasn't going to mention out loud is that it triggers the man directly. It's a win-win. Like either they're going to do it or the handyman's going to do it. Yeah. One of the things that you, you just alluded to that I really like, and I've heard this before is you can't give what you don't have. So the five pillars that you spoke of, if you don't have those five things as a core value to yourself, meaning you don't value yourself or, Mm -hmm. you know, earlier, earlier, Brandon, Brandon, you'd said that if you don't love yourself, so if Mm -hmm. you don't have that love and affinity for yourself and you're not grounded in those five pillars, how could you possibly give that to somebody well you don't yeah exactly but you don't actually if you don't have them for yourself there's somewhere you don't actually believe in them mm-hmm. there's somewhere that you don't actually think they're a reality because if you did see them as a reality you would choose them for you and that's where what Simone was saying with the projections and expectations when you're not willing to see the value of you you project and expect of others to validate you for who you've decided you are or aren't and then when they don't, or you validate them for who you've decided they are or they aren't, and then when they don't, that's the thing that creates the conflict. Rather than look and go, you're you, I'm me, in this 10 seconds, in this moment, okay, good. Right. Yeah, I heard, um, I don't remember where, where I heard this from, but they said there's only really three reasons you ever get upset at someone. Number one is you expected something and didn't get it. Yep. Number two is you wanted something and didn't get it. Or number three, you you want to say something and didn't say it. 
And those are really the only three reasons why you get upset at somebody else. And, and if you realize that and recognize it, you're at the core of all three of those reasons. Yeah. Yep. Communication yeah. was lacking. We always talk about healthy communication because if you don't have that, then you're just setting your partner up for failure, essentially. Well, yeah, exactly. And if you looked at if you looked at a lot of the upset in your life and and the arguments and the fights and the trying to be right and the trying to not be wrong, you look at it all of it and went, okay, what am I truly upset with right now? Ninety-nine percent of the time, if you're willing to be honest with yourself, you're going to get me. Mm-hmm. I'm upset with me. Because I didn't choose something different or I didn't make, I didn't create something different with this. But a lot of the times we're pissed off with ourselves and we don't acknowledge it. You know, um, I love that. We're going to um, sidetrack just slightly to, um, I found this point very intriguing that, that we want to ask you. Um, could you give a few ways to move on from an ex that perhaps people haven't heard of or tried? Yeah, ask what what would it be like if I could acknowledge the gift that this person was in my life and be grateful for them, grateful for every single moment I had with them and start with that place of gratitude for every single moment you had with them. And then also, what can I contribute to them having happiness in the future? Mm. That's the one that's going to really drive most people crazy because most people will go, I don't want them to be happy in the future because if I'm not going to be happy in the future, why should I want them to be happy in the future? Mm -hmm. Well, if you actually desire and you truly desire somebody to have more happiness in the future, whether you're in their life or not, that energy of your willingness to be honoring and bold and forthright in that is going to contribute to you in ways you could never imagine. I feel like that sounds lovely, but what happens if it's a, like, to be frank, what happens if it's a really messy breakup? Like say, what happens if there was a lot of cheating and a lot of lying? Be I grateful. think a, a lot be of people are going to be cheating and grateful for the lying and be grateful for the fact that you ha- now have the awareness that that's not what you desire in your life. But see, that's the thing that we do with mm. gratitude is we go, well, I'll only be grateful for good things. I say, what if you're grateful for everything? Because everything that you choose and everything that you are not willing to be aware of when you become aware of it, mm-hmm. you get to keep that now and you don't have to choose it ever again. So you're grateful for awareness. Right, exactly. I like yeah. that. And one of the things that I did too was I I realized how much I wasn't choosing 100% what I would like to choose when I was in a relationship. So I, I love an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> so I literally wrote down like topics. I wrote down relationship, sex, because so often people put relationships and sex together too, but they're not. They're actually sex is sex, relationship is relationship, business, money, um, where I was living, like geographically. And I looked at all those things and wrote down, what is what am I asking for with all of this? Because there was aspects of relationship that I liked, but then I also liked not having a relationship as well. So, but that's, it goes back down to the five elements of intimacy and that vulnerability that you have of going, okay, what is it that I would like to ask for with all of these things? Mm-hmm. And, and looking at that and keep revisiting that list. For me, that worked. And I want to say it's not like there was, um, when we broke up too, there was some stuff that Brendan like lied about me too, but it's, it's not a huge deal. And it, it, I got really angry and one of the, and I know that this goes on for people is I got so angry and I didn't want to talk to him. I didn't want to, I was so angry. I wanted him out of my life and I couldn't have that because I worked with him. (laughs) 
So I sort of went, okay, how am I going to look at this? And I realized the amount of energy that I was using on being angry just wasn't working for me. It wasn't creating anything greater. And there was this moment we were actually in Italy at this castle that we're both, you know, investors in. And there's a whole bunch, a whole bunch of people there and having dinner and stuff. And I just looked at him and said, hey, do you want to come and have lunch with me? Like sit down here. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I Like the amount of years and the brilliance and the amazingness that I know Brendan is. And the only reason why he lied to me about something was because he was quote unquote trying to protect me. It didn't work. And yet, yet there was that energy there. So I realized when I gave up being angry, it melted so much else and we could create something greater. The anger never, ever creates something greater. So I would really like to put that out there to people who, who are angry with their partner. It's like, it's ask, is it, is it creating greatness for you? Because mm-hmm. if it's not, then do something different. I think people struggle too. Like I think they put um, forgiveness and as weakness. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think people are like angry, angry, angry. I'm this strong person. If I forgive, I it's, they don't really see that as like a breakthrough for them. They see, they, they're looking at it as like a weakness because, okay, you know what, my ex for this, I'm just going to forgive them. So I think people get confused and it's hard for them to see that as a strength, right? Like to let that go. It's being an allowance and allowance is on a doormat. Like the one thing I do know is Brendan cares about me and he's always cared about me. So even though he, I mean, you know, he lied about this particular thing, it wasn't, it, 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 he was only doing it for something. And I know that seems like a justification, but what the main thing I want to say is that if you're choosing anger with an ex, ask, is it creating something greater? Is it creating the life you want? Or if you didn't choose that anger, then what else would be possible? Because yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was just walking around the desert in Australia recently with a huge rock called Uluru, Ayers Rock, 650 million years old. And the whole time I did this base walk around there and I'm asking myself what truly matters to me. And when you're walking around a rock that's 650 million years old and then you're hanging on to a grudge that you have with someone, it's like, seriously, really? (laughs) Yeah, insignificant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When we when we visited Banff, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Canada, but um, out west in Canada, there's Banff, which is a national park. Yeah. And you're surrounded by mountains and water and glaciers, and it feels so big and you feel so insignificant that when you are in that space, you can't help but remove all of that weirdness and that pressure and that burden that you have on your shoulders and be like, this is just not worth it. Yeah. Um so it's 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 really cool to that you just uh, explained that because I've actually been there, felt that, and experienced it. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I, you know, you guys had mentioned it. What do you guys want to talk about? And and a lot of the bio that you guys have is about breaking up and when is it right to break up? And I know that when we originally reached out and and started the conversation, we were talking about the breakup week that happens in the U.S. and and we said to you guys like we're the laughing couple, not the breakup couple. So let's not talk about breaking up so much, but there's a ton of value in it. Yeah. What I'm really hearing from what you guys are sharing, which I didn't anticipate, which is why I'm now coming back into the breakup as opposed to avoiding it is um, what I heard was you guys broke up before the messy, messy, messy stuff. And what I'm hearing when Brittany said that is like the cheating and the lying and all of that stuff that, that occurs. I would assert that that happens long after the breakup really took place and it's well, just the hanging on aspect yeah well well 
I would say most people, most pe- most people in relationship have already left it. Mm-hmm. And then the, the cheating and the lying and all that is just the justification. Now building ammunition for why I'm leaving it and justifying why I'm leaving it. But it's like you got to get honest with yourself. And if you start making, if you start making your life more about the relationship than about your life, your relationship is over. It's on the rocks. You need to have a serious look at it. You need to have a serious look at yourself and you need to start getting honest because if you've made your life about that relationship, it is doomed. It will fail. It's just a matter of time. And that's the thing that most people, you know, that's that's me saying extremely bluntly, which I like to do because it's like you've got to look at these things if you want to create a different future or a different life. So if it's, it doesn't mean, okay, now that now my relationship must be over because I'm doing that, no, it means you need to look at it and go, okay, do I desire to have this in my future? And if it's yes, you need to start making some different choices. And, and one of the things that, I, that I'd love to talk about while we still have you is are there signs, are there ways or tells that someone can start to recognize? Because ultimately, you know, you, you commit your, your, yourself to a partner and you have a family and you have children and you have accountability and responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I would say the core of it is to try to maintain it, but maintain it in a way that you have that love and affinity and so that it doesn't turn to the opposite side of it are there signs that you guys can start living into breathing into recognizing and then structures from those signs to actually get you back in terms of your partnership to start building something that's stronger than you know before it was kind of crumbling and breaking down i'm I'm gonna say for myself it's like i mean like brendan broke the relationship up and once i got over the trauma and drama of it it's like I realized, you know what, he's right. It's like our relationship was starting to maintain itself. It wasn't creating anything. And what I would say is a sign is, you know, I, I remember the years because we we have we used to have a very odd life as in the travel amount that we would do. So when I would go away and come home and the excitement and enthusiasm and every molecule of my body coming home to see Brendan, you were just like, ah, like he's the one person that I just couldn't wait to see, you know, Mm -hmm. and then, and that did change. Like there was moments. So, and I think when you start to recognize that that person might not be, you sort of come home and you're grateful for them and give them a kiss and it's like, Hey, you know, but not that level of just like, wow, this person is just lighting up my whole entire life. Um, I think it, 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 you start to recognize that it's coming out of the creating of something greater. And, and I see so many people do this like conclusions of what their relationship is. I mean, even jobs around the house, it's like, why is it the man's job to do this and the woman's job to do this and the man's job to do this and the woman's job to do this? Like one of the things that Brendan was fantastic at is cooking was, I said was, because I think now I'm the better cook. <laughs> now I'm, I'm cooking again now, so I'm trying to. Re- you are okay. I'm trying to rekindle my fire. <laughs> okay, he was amazing, and he would he would cook these amazing meals in the kitchen while I would sit there with my computer and maybe a glass of wine and, and work away. And the contribution that it was, like continuously, it's like always, like waking up each day and being grateful for that person and and looking at what else is possible, not sort of going, this is what you do, this is what I do, this Mm -hmm. is what you do, this is what I do. I think that makes it very stale. So if you can add some some difference in there um, and create something greater. And can I just say, you know when it's not working. You really do. 
you know when it's over. Yeah, I think everybody does. Maybe just you know, you know. I like that yeah. you said it's it's you're just it's a maintenance. You're just maintaining it. You're not actually enjoying yeah. your relationship when it's becoming well, a maintenance. Yeah. It's not really. And ninety percent of ninety percent of people on this planet would have, would would so 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 rather have a bad relationship than no relationship at all. And it's just the way that we're programmed. Yeah. You know, without a relationship, you are not whole. You are not. Well, every Hollywood movie, it's like my, you know, you had me at whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. you had me at hello. It's like you complete me, my other half, like all those sayings. But that's that gets so projected at us as that's what it's got to be rather than what if there was something different available that we were like, hey, I have all of me. And it's like I'm being everything that I be. And it's like, would you like to play, you know? And we had this energy of like, ah, there's these beings that are like, hi, I'm all of me. I don't need you, but gosh, I'd like to have fun with you. Let's play. Like that's to me what it should be. We're laughing because Ryan, when we, a very small background, but Ryan and I grew up across the street from one another. So we've known each other for a long time. Um, But we used to like date on and off before we were officially together for years. And I was always in love with Ryan. And so at one point he said, like, listen, Brittany, I, what did you say? I said, I, I said, I don't need you. I don't you, need you. But I but want I, you. Yeah. And at the time I was so offended. I was like, excuse me. Like, what do you mean? You don't need me. <laughs> but it's true. Like if you are only living for another person, like you, it's not going to work. Like Brendan, you were talking about no. that. Like that's the relationship is what you're living for and you don't have your own life. Like you doomed. It's not a good time. Um, mm-hmm. can you guys give us uh, some plugs? Like where can people find you? I know you guys are doing classes. Um, like are you doing any virtual classes? Um, that people yes, a lot. <laughs> okay. Mainly virtual classes. <laughs> we only do virtual classes. Basically. Yeah, well, we, we're doing some whenever we can. I mean, it's different variations, me being in Australia and Brendan yeah. being, um, in, you know, in Texas. So you can find us on accessconsciousness.com, both Brendan Watt and Simone Millis's. And then we both also have our, our own websites and, with the book, relationship are you sure you want one.com? You can go there and relationships done different.com. So uh, if you Google my name, Samoy Millis's, there is no, there is no other Samoy Millis's. So, and I'm Perfect. very linked to Brendan. So you can find lots of stuff there too. Where, where everywhere. Depends what you're after, you know, but this right. is relationship. So, yeah. Now, let me ask you one question and then we'll pop off. Who do you say, who would be your perfect avatar for someone who says, I'm in this state of my life and I'm reaching out to you? I know that you guys got a big spectrum, but who's the perfect avatar to reach out to the two of you for guidance? Do you, I, I don't understand the question. I'm just thinking of the movie Avatar. Do you mean like the... <laughs> Such a good I'm like, movie. Who's my perfect big blue person? If somebody yeah, like, is going yes. through, is it somebody who's maybe already knowing that their relationship is over oh, and they okay, need some advice? Do you know it. what I mean? Okay. He, he I just saw big blue person. Who wants to take on a different form? So, yes. so I would say, I would say, if you if there's anything in your life that's sticking you right now, you already know you want to change it. Mm-hmm. So it's if you if you have that and see what a lot of and I know a lot of people like this is they'll hold on to it, push it away, and bury it and hide it and think, well, if I just ignore it for long enough, it'll change. No, if you want to change your life, it starts right now. You know, look at it and, and and have that courage to to reach out and recognize that there are resources on this planet right now that 
will contribute to you changing anything on, in your life if you're willing to reach for it. And I'm going to say it, it just be even like vulnerable with yourself if there's the slightest thing because so many people try and prove that they're in the right relationship. What if you could make it greater? It's like have you got enough money in the bank account? Mm-hmm. What if you could make more? Like same thing. I don't. I need more. <laughs> <laughs> More, more is a good answer. More is a good answer. <laughs> Thank you guys yeah. so much for uh, talking you. with us. I know it's it's a little nuts with all the different time zones, but we really appreciate you. Yeah, you guys it's were so fantastic. Cool. Thank you so much for the advice and for the guidance. And if you're in our community and in this uh, and you connect with this conversation, please reach out to the two of them. They're incredible. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Talk awesome. You're so welcome. Thank you for having us. All right, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So I